become inspire communicate to inspire and in today's episode we are so lucky to have vijay uh, gautam who is popular as vijay speaks and uh, he has trained so many podcasters by now the co-founder of wyn studio which has several brands and individuals across the world in podcasting and marketing their podcast at present their company is producing 10 original shows and several other shows for their clients across the world vijay also hosts a chart topping podcast the inspiring talk ranked as number 1 under self help and all categories on apple podcast the show was a finalist for asia's best podcast title and has over 1 million listens 20000 people have attended his podcasting workshops more than 1000 students are creating podcast with him If you too want to be one among them join him on his free 90 minutes podcast to profit masterclass at masterclass.bjspeaks.com so thank you so much vijay sir for accepting this invitation and uh, coming to the student of yours thank you so much anupam and uh, you know one of the things that i always tell people is hey i would love to interview and first thing that i say it's just you know uh, complete at least 25 episodes of your podcast <laughs> uh, so that at least i can you know inspire people to give them one more reason to maybe you know just uh, do episodes yeah. and here you are at 50 which is commendable congratulations <laughs> on from you are doing great so thank you so much because it is uh, as you can understand the emotion 58th episode half a century and in that i am interviewing my mentor because of whom i could start podcasting Yeah, thank you so much for considering and uh, you know having me as a guest. I think it's been a while since I have been on uh, someone's podcast because lately a lot of my time um, goes in thinking of new podcast ideas, creating a lot of new shows at Wine Studio. Yeah. So, uh, so great to be back on someone uh, someone's podcast uh, again. So thanks again for having me. Yeah. So Vijay, this is how I know you with the all introduction I have talked about and how I have met you. So you have always motivated with your story. And when I listened to your hundredth episode, the inspiring talk that has given me goosebumps throughout, where Rajiv Talreja has taken your interview on your set. Yeah. So and you have transformed so many lives. But if I ask you, how do you define yourself? How do you introduce yourself? Uh, I think you know I'm um, I'm I've always been in fact like an average person an average guy all my life right so um so you know I don't think there's anything and even today I genuinely believe that there's nothing special about me and uh, you know I define myself as a hustler somebody who's just trying to figure things out who's just trying to uh, you know make things happen uh someone who right. maybe is not afraid to fail and just go out and you know uh, and and uh, who is okay with people criticizing who is okay with people uh, pointing out the flaws because i think uh, uh you know it after a certain period of time you have the certain sense of uh, awareness so you know i call myself uh, you know hustler who you know just go out to make things and uh, you know break things not afraid to you know fail and also i'm okay with people you know pointing out the flaws and people uh, making the statement about me judging me um, so i would say you know the way i you know define myself is just an average guy trying to make sense of the world and try to uh, you know help people in whatever uh, little possible ways in my own ways uh, giving you know uh, them the power of their uh, voice and you know helping them share their message with the world no matter you know how bad they think they are with expressing themselves but you know as long as you have a stronger message then you got to share it with the world so i think that's uh, you know that's that's uh, that's who i am just an average guy trying to make sense of this world 
villain said the way you tell that i am an average guy and you see that you have already reached to so many places by now taken 119 interviews by now, all the kind of uh, popular personalities we can talk about who are best in their field you have taken all their interviews so it was on insta uh, your ad was popping up on like free podcast mastery with vijay gautam so at that time i had in, already engaged myself because the mm-hmm. pandemic started and i engaged myself in learning as many things as i could so i thought okay it's a free course let's see what it is mm-hmm. somehow because you have fixed a sort of timing which was a sunday morning that's the only timing when i am free mm-hmm. so i thought of sitting for 3 hours and listen to you just to see that what you are telling if i will like it i'll listen the whole thing or i will just leave it it was anyhow free of cost but mm. when i started listening to you from the first very first moment with the music and the scenario you have made it was just awesome i was overwhelmed on your first session and i thought that i really want to learn from him what he is going to teach and then you talked about so many things about podcasting and uh, all the things you are giving in throwaway price so i said let's see we have already been doing so many things let's see what it is and thank you so much once i did it i felt like a pro like i know everything about podcasting now whoever asks me like uh, anyone who comes me and ask anupam how are you doing how did you reach so much or how did you get 1 million uh, listeners i said i didn't do anything anything extra what vijay sir has said yeah absolutely <laughs> super and i'm so glad that uh, you know um, you mentioned that uh, you know you followed everything that i teach and my intention is just to share as much as i've learned and so that people don't have to make the mistakes that i have made in the past 4 years of podcasting because um all i think i'm trying to be is the uh, the mentor that i did not have when i uh, wanted to start podcast back in uh, 2017 you know and uh, the courses offered by the international mentors were definitely way 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 expensive and you know you know i couldn't afford so you know those two things right i wanted to be the mentor that i did not have and also make it affordable for people so that a lot of people can uh, share their message with the world that's really brilliant amazing the way you are training the people and uh, sharing your secret formula with all the other people and creating competition for yourself see one question which has always intrigued me about the personalities like you i've heard about many people who have died with their secret formula uh, they were successful they didn't want to share it with anyone else and they just died with the, their secret formula but you share it with everyone so openly so what inspires you from within that you have been doing it and you don't want others to make the same mistakes that you have made i think uh, you know uh, generally there is nothing called as uh, any secret uh, or anything here it's just like few lessons that i have learned along the way and uh, you know uh, and and the only reason that i want to share it with as many people as possible is because podcasting as a medium it has completely transformed my life i was that kid uh, who was working as a research scientist at a pharmaceutical company and i was stuck i was stuck that having no clue of what i should be doing next in my life i have no idea and uh, and then you know i started interviewing a lot of these people whom i thought you know um i would never have an opportunity or have an access to and these people became kind enough were kind enough humble enough to come and share their journey with they try and help me in every possible way and that kind of always you know uh, stuck with me where i'm like hey you know what there are so many of these people who are so willing to share 
everything that they have learned in their life and uh, eventually you know uh, the the entire thing about podcast has completely completely changed my life from having no clue of what i wanted to do in my life to starting my own business to uh, to you know uh, collaborating with some of the people i could have never imagined and you know collaborating with them it, it it just has been you know journey which i never thought would be possible for me so um so you know and i thought this medium is so powerful and it can literally help so many people and now i want to you know share it with as many people as possible and help them uh and for me to do that i did not want people to take four years like i did right i wanted mm-hmm. them to do things much quicker and better and as i said earlier i wanted to them to i wanted them to uh learn from the mistakes that i had and you know by sharing everything that i have uh you know learned so um so yeah i think you know it it comes from the sense also the part about like you know people feel insecure about uh sharing their thing and creating more competitors but in fact you know one thing that gives me high is the fact that there are so many people out there who are going out there and creating podcasts and then who come back and say that you know for instance in your case you come back you came, you know when you came back saying that bj in the first 90 days of podcasting i am at 45000 and that was such a great moment for me as somebody uh, you know uh, who who have shared my knowledge and here is someone who going who went out and actually took the action and has got you know 45000 in the first 3 months and all i had in the first 6 months of my podcasting journey is just 1000 listens and here is someone going out and you know uh, learning from me and doing um Forty-five thousand in first three months, or uh, or whether that's there is another student like Saloni who went and for in the first in in the third month itself, she had this podcast award, and for me to get any wow. sort of that kind of recognition, it took three years for any kind of award or recognition or stuff like that. And here is someone who went and got that award in first three months itself, wow. uh, and you know, uh, and you know. it was 3 years when you know uh, my show was on fine list for, sorry was on the geo seven stop podcast of 2020 mm-hmm. and and it gives me such a pleasure to see that it was not only my podcast there was one of my students podcast as well who won the same award uh, wow. who won the same title in 2020 right so i think those are the things that really makes me happy because i genuinely want people to succeed and if i genuinely want people to succeed then you have to give them everything that you know right if you <laughs> give them half information then you can you can never see them so succeed that's one part of it which is i genuinely want people to succeed and i will try and make everything in my uh you know control and everything that i can do to help that person so that's that's one part of it and the other part of it is anupam let's be honest there is no dearth of information and knowledge and secrets there yes. and what's lacking is the people who take action and even if you give everything to people you know there will be very very few people who will still take action what i believe is idea the whole concept about idea is overrated uh, what really matters is the people who actually take that idea and convert that into action so um so yeah um i mean i know a lot of things but you know i don't implement everything that i know when even when i know that i might succeed at this thing right but not everyone use the knowledge that they have so there's nothing anybody 
you know, should feel insecure about. Um, the more you share, you know, the more you are helping yourself, like obviously you will be helping people, but more than anyone else, you are helping yourself. It only helps you because you are creating more success stories. So it's yeah. again a great lesson for everyone, every listener, sir. Like when you say, when you share, you are yourself learning. And one more thing, sir, I would be telling you very honestly, as I am really following most of the things that you are telling, that you have taught, but not everything. And I know very well, if I follow everything, then of course, I could have gone further. Yesterday, only when I told my mother that uh, I'm going to have a podcast, and she said that, what is it for? What are you going to get in return? I said, everything is not for monetary benefit, something for our mental gratification as well. And I said, if I pay something in this, then maybe I will get in return. Look, I will show you, I'm not even using that proper mic. It's simple mic, that uh, YouTube mic that I'm using. You said that proper mic, if you're using that sound effect will be there. If I'm paying to Buzzsprout, then again, more effect will be there. But I'm not doing any sort of financial uh, thing in this. So how can I think of earning anything? So what I'm trying to tell, sir, if we really follow, like uh, you are telling about Insta handles, managing it properly, using some proper clips of our audio and then sharing. I'm not doing any of those things, though I know. So he said very well, sir, that even no. I am not following all the things that I know. Absolutely. So, absolutely. So I think, you know, um, um, today, like, you know, the uh, the content and the idea and the knowledge, it's out there and what yeah. lacks is people actually going and taking action on that action. so so yeah so for that i will give you again the, that credit you make the people to take action the way you are taking all your students on tuesday and taking out your time i know how much busy you might be when you are devoting your whole time in podcasting and marketing we do know that how busy the people are. Still, you get time for your students to meet them on every Tuesday and uh, talk about their problems, talk about their credits, talk about all their achievements. That's the best thing any teacher can do, sir. Because I'm also a teacher, so I can understand how it might be feeling. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, as I already said, uh, you know, I try and be of as much as service uh, as possible, uh, you know, for the people. So, uh, you know, I I remember, and I'll, I also like I remember, you know, when I was just getting started with my own podcast, there were these few people who were very kind enough who started podcast way back in two thousand seven eight, and I just gave them call randomly and said that hey, I saw that you know, you guys had started podcast way back, and uh, you know, I had these silly questions: where do I get the music from? What mic should I use? What you know, how should I record the person remote? And those people, they didn't know who I was. They picked up my call and they responded to this guy who says that who wants to start a podcast, who has no clue about it. And I just picked up the call and, you know, they picked up, uh, I called them and they picked up the call and they just answered all the questions that I had. And, uh, you know, I have met those really, you know, supportive people along my way who have dedicated their time, who have given their resource and energy uh, to help me figure out uh, you know, these, uh, you know, um, things that I wanted to learn in this journey. So I think it becomes, in a way, my responsibility to now uh, give back uh, and try and help people by addressing those silly questions that they have when they're just getting started, which is completely understandable. Um, so so I think, you know, that's, that's how I think about it. And also, um, the other thing is, um, you know, I learn a lot because, uh, you know, when you are in this process of, you know, creating something, then you also do a lot of research and you might have the different perspective to share. And when I'm interacting 
either from the questions people ask or from something that somebody share uh, on those calls that I do. I'm learning a lot because I get some insight there. I get something. Uh, I understand something. And also that helps me, that helps me, you know, uh, think like, hey, what could, what is it that I could have made it easier for them so that I could have possibly avoided that question? Not in the wrong way that I could have avoided that question, but in like, how could I have, how, how I could have made it easier so that, you know, uh, that question would have never come to them, that they would right. have easily, you know, done that exactly. stuff. So, uh, you know, so my whole thing is about just simplifying things. Um, so, and, you know, that's the, that's the core that remains at the core of everything that I do, which, you know, which is, it has to be simple, you know, and, and everything revolves around the simplicity and because you have gone through the course yourself and you see how simple it is. And, uh, and even at the wine studio, the company that I run today, and whenever we are creating the processes and system, when I work with a lot of our uh, audio engineers and producers and social media team and everything. So we create a simple processes. And the first, first principle of that, like it should be simple for everyone to uh, simple enough for everyone to understand and follow, even if they have no clue about what that task is. So, you know, so I think that kind of um, remains as, as the one of the basic uh, principle, which I implement, I try and implement in all the parts of uh, my life as well, where try to simplify as much as possible, um, because most of the things in the world are simple. It's just that, yes, you know, we, we don't understand. Them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing as you say, none of the questions are easy or difficult. It's all about our understanding and whether we know about it or not. So right now, as I, when I have started, I didn't know about podcasting. I thought about a unique term. What is this podcasting? And uh, I only knew about few of the radio channels, Pocket FM and all, audiobooks, Audible. But it was very different. And then I dwelled into it, understood more and more because of all the efforts that you are taking. Now, Vijay, you have started your journey in 2017. And since then, you said that you have transformed your life the way you knew that what you have to go with, where is your dream, what you need to take. So all these things now you have understood. But there was a time when you were criticized, you started your journey, were struggling a lot. And that also you have shared in your 100th episode of the inspiring talk that that was really incredible. I really cried after listening to that, that how this man has started and where he has reached, who has given so many professional talks uh, and reached to blog X, uh, gone for international conferences. So this is all incredible. So right now, how do you see yourself from starting as a struggler? And right now you really achieved what you wanted. You know, um, so... I, you know, I'm just trying to put my thoughts together on how I actually feel about it, because I really don't think that, oh, you know what, oh, I have accomplished now and I have reached all of that stuff. But one thing, you know, that I often think about and which is something that I'm lately thinking a lot about is um, I remember when when I was at my college, you know, in 2010, 11, um, I used to ask myself, hey, what would an ideal life look like for me? And the the kind of imagination of the ideal life that would come on my head it uh, you know during that time was hey you know what in in my ideal world in my ideal life i would be doing the work that i love um and uh, and today i do that which is you know i i i love talking about podcasting creating podcasts talking with a lot of creators and uh, and and you know uh, and sharing the message essentially the core of it like the podcast is a tool but at the end of it is I love 
sharing and telling stories and either educating, inspiring or entertaining audience, right? That's the objective here, right? So, and I'm doing that, which is uh, the first one, like, you know, I, I would do the work that I love yeah. doing. And the second thing, you know, was that I will have time for myself where I would either be reading or either <laughs> I would be, uh, you know, uh, either I would be just learning or, or, or meditating. I'll have a lot of time for myself to do all of that stuff. And uh, and I get fair amount of time to do that as well, where, you know, uh, every morning I'll just, I just try to read a few pages and, you know, I try to meditate uh, and just be with myself for, uh, you know, at least few minutes. So, um, so that's taken care of. And the other thing was like, you know what, I will have my own place where, you know, in, in the sense, like I'll have a space where it's like a big enough. And the reason I think, you know, when I look back that came was because most of our life, uh, we are the family of four and most, most of our life, we, we have grown in a single room. And yes, even when I was at the college and even when I was at my first job, uh, you know, all my family, like me, my sister, my dad, all of us were living in a single room. Yes, and sir. it was the same room where uh, my mom would cook, where, you know, I would record my podcast. That's where actually I started my podcast. That's where, you know, we would leave. Um, and that's where I think, you know, I had this like, you know, in my ideal world, I'll have a space for myself. Um, and, you know, um, even though it's not the space that I own, but I'm happy that, you know, I have this beautiful space uh, for where, where I uh, I get to feel myself and be creative and stuff like that. So um, so that's taken care of. And also another important thing when I, uh, when I was asking myself what my ideal world would look like is like, I would have, uh, you know, I would be making impact on people's life and constantly giving back to the people where, uh, you know, people would come back and say that, hey, you know what, BJ, what you have shared has is really, really helping me on my journey, helping me take my life a step further in whatever way it is. And I think I'm doing that in yes, my yeah, own, like yeah, yeah, in, in the bits and pieces as well. Uh, and I was reading this book by Deepak Ramola, one of the people whom I have interviewed on my podcast. Mm-hmm. And he has this book called 50 Toughest Questions in uh, in Life. And that book is all about like he has got 50 questions that, you know, um, uh, that you, you ask yourself and deep, reflective, powerful questions. And one of the questions in that book, which I resonated a lot with was, did you not always know that you are going to end up here? <laughs> Think about that for a wow. second. Did we not all know that we are going to end up here? Anupam, did you not know when you were starting a podcast, putting a lot of hard work that you are going to, at one point of time, have 100,000 people listening to your podcast, or maybe, you know, or maybe talking to all these different incredible people and sharing your message with the world? Yes, sir. And that question, you know, oh, when I think about it, and, and that was the time when I even, you know, reflected on this whole thing, when, you know, I read that question, did you not always know that you were going to land up here? And then, it instantly took me back to that college days when I would think that, you know what, this is what my ideal life would look like. And gosh, I always knew that this is where I'm going to land. I always knew because <laughs> that was something that I w- always told myself what my ideal world will look like, right? So that's, you know, a bit of a backstory on how this journey has been for me. Now, what I think today is obviously then, you know, it's always uh, you want to do more and more and, you know, make more and more impact. And, um, and uh, you know, now it's all about trying and sharing as many stories as possible, which can help people move forward in their life, maybe get that a little bit of that inspiration or get that 
education that they require or get that a bit of a laughter if they are going through the bad phase in their life. Um, so I think now at Wine Studio with Wine Studio, uh, where I see all of us at this, this crazy team that we have at Wine Studio is to take this to the next level where push boundaries in the storytelling and try and bring the experience of, uh, you know, great audio storytelling to, uh, to my listener and uh, listeners and also uh, you know, uh, learning more and more as much as I can learn about, you know, audio uh, form, audio audio as a medium and how we can can really take the experience of our listeners to the next level, uh, create better stories, um, try different formats, which possibly, you know, uh, a lot of people would say that we don't want to, uh, you know, try or because it's too complex to do that, just try and do that. So I think it's, uh, it's, it's more about, you know, doubling down on what I'm already doing. So I, I know you as a, an incredible speaker. There is no doubt in that, sir. You are a brilliant speaker. And above all, I feel that you are an inspiring, amazing mentor as well. So when we talk about you, like you are always busy with all your things. Now, just now you talked about reading books and you want to spend time reading books. So what's your favorite time? Like, do you love to listen to the music or just read as much as you can? Um, so, you know, I... And also this, uh, this interesting thing about reading as well, um, you know, and now my excuse to not being able to read as much as I would like is that, hey, you know what, the best way to learn is by having conversations with people where, <laughs> you know, you can condense all of their life lesson in that one hour long conversation where you can get the way they think about it and, you know, their vision and life purpose and so on and so forth and what they really truly believe in and what the message is so um so i've realized like i learn much better by having conversations with people mm -hmm. asking questions trying and understanding and trying and decoding the journey of the people that's one and uh, and also i love uh, you know reading the books i love uh, you know i love um uh, i i you know I, i've realized that i can't read it much on the kindle or on the digital version mm -hmm. i'm still even though i'm like more of a millennial but i'm still like one of those people you know who when still love to have the time yes. with the physical book and you know just to <laughs> mark make a lot of notes on it and you know highlight it and stuff like that so um so yeah i mean i still um even though like i i don't get to read as much as i or uh, i as much as i would like to read but yeah but um uh but yeah i mean i think uh just sitting down and reading and when i pick some really good book and i just want to finish it off um so so yeah that's brilliant and uh, it's indeed true even i am like that auditory person who loves to interact with people and that i have learned from you only again the credit goes to you when i started podcasting i kept on interacting with all the kind of you are the 58th person with whom i'm interacting so you can just imagine how much i have learned with the people i have interacted Absolutely. with so vijay you know english hindi nepali gujarati french and i don't know how many other languages you know so how do you get inspired to learn so many languages? And as we know, when you started your journey in the beginning, yes, of course, I have heard your initial conversation also where you used to be stuck in between or get stammered in between. But right now, so fluently you are speaking. So how do you work on that? How did do you improve? Um, so first, um, you know, uh, I understand a bit of Gujarati, but French, you know, um, I, I don't understand French or I just got into this app called Duolingo. I, I think uh, <laughs> I was just learning. I was trying to learn French, which I never got to um, learn uh, French, but but that remained on LinkedIn. And a lot of people asked me, like, hey, I, I see that you, 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 you uh, know French, but I clearly don't. Um, 
because I think it was 2011-12 when I was just Duolingo, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I, I downloaded it on phone on my phone and I said like, okay, if I were to learn one language, then what would that be? And I'm like, oh, you know, French would be interesting. And that's how I, uh, I tried. And I think I did that for a, a couple of weeks and then I'm, I gave up on that. Uh, so Gujarati, I was uh, in, I was in Badodra for three months. And when I was in Badodra, um, you know, it seemed like a, it seemed like very easy language to learn and a fun language to learn. So when I was there, I tried to, at least I now understand, uh, you know, um, not obviously completely, but I understand Gujarati and I can read Gujarati to a certain extent. And it was like that those three months when I was there and I was like, uh, hey, you know what? I think this would be a fun thing to do on the side of, I was there for my uh, job training when I was, uh, you know, uh, working for a pharmaceutical company. I was there for a training at the training center that they have in Padodra. So when I was there, I was like, I think this would be, you know, fun thing to do on the side. And, you know, I, I always love doing something on the side, doing, you know, exploring some new hobby or passion or something. And podcast was one of those uh, later, right, when I came, um, I started working out, working at the job and podcasting was something that I started uh, taking on the side, right? So, so yeah, I think that's, uh, that's how I got into uh, this thing about um, uh, Gujarati, right? So, um, um, so clearly I, I, uh, you know, those two extra languages that you see Gujarati and French, uh, obviously not appropriated, but you know, it, it's just that like, I get curious about the language and I just, uh, you know, try and see mm-hmm. if I can at least get to the point where I can understand what people are saying. And if I can read the hoarding boards to mm-hmm. know that, you know, what shop is this and, you know, uh, what is this all about? So, so Yeah. And what about Nepali? Um, so I come from Nepal. I'm originally from Nepal. My parents, okay. uh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, my parents uh, are from Nepal. And uh, um, so, so yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've studied till my 12th in Nepal. Uh, so okay. that's why, you know, that's, uh, that's my mother tongue. So, okay. um, so yeah, I know, uh, I know Nepali. And Hindi, obviously, because yeah. I'm in Delhi and in- uh, fun story when I came here in 2010, I guess for the first time when I came to Delhi, you know, my college was in Haryana. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of my friends back home in Nepal, they would watch these Hindi movies and, you know, listen to Hindi music, Bollywood songs and movies and stuff like that. But I was not much into that. So I would not even understand Hindi properly. And here I was in Haryana. And uh, if the listeners know the kind of tone that people use in Haryana. Um, mm. So, by the way, I've lived there for four years of my college time. Uh, you know, even though on the outside, they appear like not very polite, kind people. But, you know, I have found like some of the most uh, amazing people uh, who are my friends, uh, you know, in, in Haryana. The kindness hidden behind that tone of the voice which a lot of people mistaken as being rude uh so there i was and i thought like you know uh, when people were just speaking normally and i'm like why is this guy scolding me why is this guy angry with me because i couldn't understand it but but yeah, i understand a bit of her envy as well by the way <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> wow yeah. so you've come a really very long way vijay from where you have started and your podcast the inspiring talk has already given 118 episodes by now you have met and interviewed such great personalities and life coaches like Siddharth Malhotra, Raj Shimani, Captain Nick, Dr. Shafali, Swami Mukundanand, whom like, I consider him as my virtual guru, my Drona guru. And I uh, can't name them all as they all are unique and giving me goosebumps when I am talking about them. Now, if I ask you, what are the most important things that you have learned 
<laughs> it will be a silly question as all of them would have left you with so many worthy moments. So my question is, how do you manage your work, your connection and your values and uh, just go ahead meeting all these kind of incredible people? Um, so I think um, one of the things that I ask people to even when they want to start their own podcast or even when you want to do something else, one thing that starts for me is by having the clear answer to why I want to do it, right? And that's true for every single thing that I do, uh, you know, in my life, right? So if I do not have a stronger answer to why I want to do it, and I don't think it's worth my time, efforts, and energy because I'm not 100% into it, right? So having that clarity always helps. So for instance, in the case of podcast, my why is I want to learn from these people, learn from their journey, and maybe pick a few things, a few nuggets mm -hmm. from their life and implement those lessons in my own life and try and help myself become a little better in, in those conversations, right? And that is something that inspires me to go out and have conversation with people every single week where it's me learning from them, from these people, me getting this one-on-one -on -one coaching time at no cost at all, where I'm asking every question that I have to them so that they can answer, right? So if I want to learn about meditation, what I did, I used this app called Insight Timer to do, uh, to meditate, right? And one yeah. of the teachers on the Insight Timer that I really genuinely appreciate is called David G. This is the guy okay. who is in U.S., uh, uh, you know, based in the US and he has mastered the meditation. And I, I practiced his meditation, uh, the guided meditation practices that's there on the app. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I have so many questions about meditation. And now I need to bring David G on my podcast and ask him all these questions that I have about meditation, all these silly, stupid questions that I have about uh, meditation. Like, hey, David G, when I'm meditating, I feel uh, sleepy is that okay uh, when I'm meditating I feel like I'm not going deep into it you know is, is that okay and you know ask all the stupid silly questions that I have about meditation and you know and these people uh, come on the show and answer it and it so happens that a lot of my listeners do have the uh, similar questions and they resonate with the questions right so I think um, all of the things that you want to do or that I do in my life whether that's work whether networking with people or whether managing the podcast and all of that it's it boils down to why why I want to do it, right? So the podcast that I do, the inspiring talk I want to do because I want to learn from these people. The company that I run, Wine Studio, is because I want to tell not only, you know, the story and inspire using the, you know, with the inspiring talk, but also I want to educate people. Uh, I also want people to, uh, you know, learn from other people's journey where they get hope from the podcast that we do around, uh, you know, critical illness sur survivors called Can Inspire, which is a podcast where we talk about the, uh, you know, people who have battled or struggled critical illnesses like cancer and autoimmune diseases and so on and yeah. so forth so that when people listen to that they feel that they there is a community out there uh, and there are people who are going through the same i want people to laugh as well so that that's why we do a podcast called kya swad hai which is a podcast about food where you know wow. where we talk everything about food right so we do a podcast on gita called uh, you know practically gita where we Brilliant. bring the practical insights from bhagavad gita and share it with the people and people say that, oh my god this is such a beautiful podcast we love listening <laughs> to it right um so we 
we I want also to explore the fictional world and give people um you know make people experience the audio that's why we create uh hills of the pandavas which is uh, audio fiction series with a lot of sound effects and background noise think about it as lord of the rings on audio set in the indian context where it's a indian uh, indian characters right so so the whole thing is like you know i just want to share message tell stories to the people so that we can help them uh you know in in, in any possible way that's why i do you know uh, what i do at wine studio right now i want to help people and i want people to succeed i want people to have some sort of result you know help them move a step further in whatever possible way and that's why i teach and i uh, i i uh, and and also that's a way for me to when i teach people that's also a, a, you know that's where i feel most satisfied because you know i feel that impact right there and then when i'm sharing something and you know to see someone's eyes sparkle because i shared something which is extremely valuable to them that's such a pure bliss and just try doing that like when you know something when you have uh, when you think like you you have knowledge about something just go and share it with something someone who would value that you will see their eyes lit and yes. that you know really makes me uh, makes me happy so i think is you know just having the clarity of why you want to do certain thing um you know really helps you juggle between all these different things and at the end of the day we all are trying to kind of you know get through the life and try have more deeper understanding about life so so that's really like the way you are sharing your journey and your learnings with others and inspire others like you talked about all the other things and i am uh, very much uh, inquisitive about what you are doing about geeta and meditation and i need to go through them and listen to them as early as i can absolutely so, yeah uh, there is a saying nindak niere rakhi angan kuti chabaye bin sabun pani bina nirmal kare suhaaye so you have also talked about it and you say that you need to learn from the critics because they are our best teachers like our mistakes and everyone has got a unique way of handling them how do you deal with them it mattered a lot to me earlier where every single you know negative comment every single person who would say bad thing about you on the internet because in the internet era you can say anything to anyone hidden behind your keyboards which is uh, which is very easy and uh, often times we put things out there on the internet which we would not say on someone's face like if we yeah. were standing <laughs> uh, facing each other we might uh, you know we would never say those kind of things to each other um you know there are few realizations that i've had and also you know i've asked that question a lot because i was struggling with a lot of criticism and i asked that question with a lot of my guests say how did you deal with criticism and i think i i don't know i i just lost the count of the number of people whom i have asked that question and hey how do you, how do you deal with criticism how do you deal with hate and so on and so forth and and uh, you know the simple understanding that number one is the people who are trying to hurt you uh other people who are saying really mean things to you mm. it's not about you at all there is something that's going on there is something uh, wrong true. that's going on in their life and all they need is a bit of a love and a bit of a kindness in their life right mm. so that so you can never pour something which you don't have if you pour hate then you have hate that's why you are pouring nice. hate if you have uh you know greed then that's when you will be that's when you will pour out the greed when you have 
arrogance, then that's when you will, uh, you know, uh, share the arrogance. Like for instance, like yesterday itself. So I, you know, my office is nearby. So I take this uh, auto to my office, right? And here is this guy, uh, the auto driver. We went to the office and, uh, and I didn't have the exact change for him. And he just went fierce, like, hey, you don't even have a change. And I'm like, oh, wait, 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 bro. Why? And, and, and you know, it's not that, you know, he is angry at me or, uh, you know, that moment, even though he's pouring that out, but that should not impact me because it's not about me. It's something that he's dealing on his own life wow, sir. and he's bursting that anger to someone else. And when you, ha- so one part is like just having that understanding that the person is going through some, something in their life. So it's nothing about you because that person doesn't know first and second time, usually the people, what they do is they try and judge you when they see you for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot on the internet. When they right. see you for the first time, they don't know the kind of work that you are doing. They don't know the kind of person that you are they don't know your part of story and where they don't know your part of story who you are what's been your journey like and then that person saying something to you and I don't know like how should that even matter to you know us right and I think that and the what I tell when I see some really bad comments about me is you know what my friend you know you just don't know my journey you don't know my part of you know story Uh, having that a little bit of a kindness really goes a long long way and, uh, uh, and also just understanding that, you know, and for the people before saying something about anyone, just understand that not all of us have the same story and same journey and same leverage that we, you know, that some people might have, right? So some people have, you know, really different stories, they might have come, you know, you, you just don't know where that person maybe started, right? So I think um, the other thing is like, one thing is obviously feeling, uh, having this feeling of love and kindness for the person, because you can only pour out what you have. Second is telling yourself that, hey, you know what, this person just encountered me like two minutes ago on Instagram. And then now here's this hate comment. Now, Mm -hmm. what can you know about someone by looking at their picture or looking at their post on Instagram in two minutes, and you decide Mm -hmm. to make a statement about that person, decide to take out that hate comment, right? You just (laughs) don't know that then for me, then you should say, hey, you know what? You just don't know me, right? So that's, uh, you know, uh, that's second. And the third one is which takes a little, little longer to build, which is building this um, very powerful shield where not a lot, where someone else just can't control your emotions. Okay. And just building that wall where not everything gets inside you, where not uh, auto while getting angry on you triggers mm. your anger. Right. Yes, so I could have just gone back and fought with him. Yeah. But then you can say, like, I decide to choose peace. Yeah. And uh, and I don't know, uh, you know, who said this, but if you were given a choice to become right or become kind, always pick pick kind. And for me, if you are always given a choice to win the argument or your mental peace, just go for <laughs> your peace. And again, right. I think it was Seth Godin who said, if it costs your peace, it's not worth it. So I always remind myself that when I'm getting into any of this thing, is it going to cost my peace? And if the answer is like, hey, you know what? Yeah, it might impact my internal peace and internal balance. Then I'm like out. I don't have yeah. to argue. I don't have to fight. I don't have to 
put anything out. I don't have to even defend myself. Why should I defend when you are not in the position where you want to even listen to my point of view? Because you are saying because you want to say it, not because you want to understand others' viewpoint. Then what's the use of me trying to defend it? I'll just rather right. shut my mouth and let you say what you want to say, right? Um, so, so I think that third thing about choosing peace over anything else um, really keeps you at peace. And, you know, people have barely seen me, uh, you know, angry, even like my co-workers or the colleagues, the people who work with us uh, say that, you know, we have never seen you angry. And even if that <laughs> happens, like it's just for like a few seconds. And then I just become self-aware that, oh, you know what, you can take it easy. <laughs> It's not something that, you know, everything's going to finish off right now. I have so, seen yeah. you, sir, in the uh, like Tuesday's class when you handle the questions from all your students. At that time, the same question is repeated again and again by several participants. And you don't get angry so coolly. And I was surprised being a teacher. Sometimes we also lose that control. But so many people are asking you the same question in message and again coming up and asking that thing. But you don't lose your temper and so politely you say, um, you know, that that in the hindsight, if you think about it from my perspective, it's teaching me patience. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, it's teaching me like, how do you be patient? How do you listen to the other person so that you can better listen to the person and try and serve the other person? Right. So I think that's why I told like, you know, the building the shield and uh, not letting anything impact you takes a lot of time and efforts and conscious effort where being conscious at that very moment that, oh, you know, damn, I know I can't. Uh, you know, be angry, or I can't, uh, you know, put this out. That's really, like, we all need to learn from you. Even I'm a teacher, but yes, of course, we do agree that when the students don't listen to us, we are telling the same thing again and again, and they come up saying that we couldn't do it. Then we feel very frustrated. What have I done then in the whole class? Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, like the example of, uh, you know, the guy yesterday, just, you know, um, <laughs> pouring his anger on me. That could have completely ruined my day. But it yeah. just ended right there. The moment that right. person went off, I completely cut off from <laughs> that event because you were able to separate that, right? You know, that's his anger. I don't have to yeah. take it and feel bad about it. Right? That's so a that's, great example. That's but... A lot of times that's what we do, right? When somebody comes all fired up and pour <laughs> their anger on you and then you are spoiled for the day and you're like, damn, how can he say that to me? Who the right. hell is he to tell that? <laughs> you know, how dare he say that? And then you get into fight and, you know, there's no end to that. Like peace over being right. That's, that's, that's my right. mantra. A great lesson, sir, for all of us. Now, like if you get a chance, sir, like you are taking interview from all the people all over the world. Now, if you get a chance, like a kind of hypothetical question where you get back into the past and take the interview of three personalities, which would be the three personalities you would choose to take an interview? Okay, from the uh, from the history, you mean? Yes. Sir. Okay, that's a really interesting one. Um, so I think uh, you know I would uh, go back and uh, uh, you know maybe interview Nelson Mandela because wow. we are talking about the similar context of like you know choosing love over anything else mm. and uh, and and not choosing hate. And I think he is the example. Uh, he is the person who you see like, you know, being locked up for so many years. And even after coming out, you know, he choosing the love yeah. over anything else, right. not having any kind of uh, anger on his mind, 
how <laughs> was it possible after going through so much of uh, you know travel for so many yeah 30 years in prison and having going through so much of pain and suffering and then coming out and still pouring out love for everyone else <laughs> so i think you know that you know that that would be really interesting one uh, to to kind of uh, you know learn on how he even you know thought about it right so that would be interesting one um so the second one that you know i would uh, probably love to interview is uh, mahatma gandhi and the reason that i want to interview is because the whole thing about inspiring and influencing people and while you being humble grounded person and being a person and where people actually followed your message and decided to to take action <laughs> right. by following your message creating the movement of the scale that he was able to do yeah. right and uh, and you know, how did he think about it like how did he manage to do that how did he manage to inspire people to the level that you know everybody you know and a lot of people were willing to give their life for that and i think you know that is what i call a true influencer and uh, and a lot of people wearing um, few fancy uh, you know uh, clothes and calling themselves influencers uh should definitely look at you know somebody like mahatma gandhi the real life influencer <laughs> where people are willing to give their life uh you know uh you know for this person's message and what he believed in right, right. not necessarily what he first believed in was something that everybody believed in right mm. when they got his message that's when they started believing in the message that or the vision that he had right and where that 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 kind of message or the uh vision kind of comes in um right so that's uh, that's the second person and the third one would be the uh, sir edmund hillary the person who submitted yeah. the mount everest. mount everest um you know like why <laughs> what what is it that you wanted to prove by cl- climbing the mountains like what um, what drives you to just uh, go on this uh you know adventures which which was if if you think about it was absolutely not necessary for you to yeah. go out and explore and you know just mm-hmm. summit to the mount everest and so that you know what i'm just going to climb the mount everest and you know and 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 just just uh do this uh do this mountain right and why <laughs> what what was it that you know what was the point that you were trying to make and uh and in now when you look at it the biggest lesson that we can take is in essence maybe he was trying to prove to the world that you know what we all have this mount everest not wow. necessarily the physical one but we all have this mount everest that we have to climb right some of us have to deal with the bad relationship or maybe the finance or you know or or, or whatever we are struggling with those are our mount everest then maybe you know that is something that he wanted to tell us that mm. uh you know there is no nothing you know that you can't conquer you can even mm. conquer the biggest mountain or the highest mountain in the entire world maybe that was his message i want to know like what is your message what is it that you want to you know wanted to tell to people um so yeah i think those would be like three uh people uh you know three interesting questions you know people where i would love to probably learn from <laughs> nelson mandela mahatma gandhi and hillary so that's again your list is mm-hmm. like and amazing and you have already given the lessons from the three great personalities of the world not just in our country yes of course uh, tenzing and hillary when they conquered the mount everest or nelson mandela all their stories we are teaching in the schools and colleges as well now i have asked you so many questions by now 
now there might be something that i have missed and you think <clears throat> that it would be very important to discuss so what will be that one question you think that i have missed um i don't think like you have missed uh, any question like you have uh, you've been a great interviewer so you have learned uh, so much which is awesome so um i don't know i mean that's i often ask that question to people and uh, the answer that i hate is when my guest says that you know i don't think that you have missed any question <laughs> right and i think now i'm yeah. being that guest well i'm like i don't think anupama you have missed any thank you uh, so much question. sir it's a kind of blessing because when i started the interview it was like a kind of test for me mm-hmm. i'm taking the interview of that person who has taught me how to take interview mm-hmm. and then if i make any mistake he will tell me oh you didn't do that Mm, no, that's that's completely fine. So yeah, I think uh, I don't think there's anything else, uh, anything that you missed. Like we <laughs> spoke a lot. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. It was like great interacting with you and learning from you from your history again, revising your inspiring talk and uh, finding out how you have reached over here. And at the end, before ending this uh, conversation, I would request you to share any three values and lessons. Already, you have shared so many. but any three at the end for our listeners that you have learned in your life and they should also learn and uh, keep on maintaining that so um when i look back at my life i try and see like what are possibly those few things that might have helped me uh you know in in my journey and three things um stands out and the first one is focusing on one thing often times what we do is we want to do everything you know for instance people might want to do podcast they want to do youtube they want to do blog they want to do instagram they want to do clubhouse <laughs> they want to do like we want everything at once right. and unfortunately that's not how it works yes all you need to do is just like pick one thing and stay true to that thing whatever it is you want to dance just pick that one thing and stay true to it for at least a few years at least a couple of years give right. it time because for anything to good happen it takes time the only thing that happens in 30 minutes is your zomato delivery okay <laughs> so nothing big happens in 30 minutes you can't turn your life by doing something for 3 days and thinking that hey you know what it's going to you know uh, not even a month not even a two sometimes like things take years so i would say just pick one thing and stay true to that thing at least for a couple of years that's when you will start seeing you know some positive result because you will also start getting better when you do things right you said like you struggled a lot with uh, interviewing so the way I, i i coped with that is like showing up every single week and just having conversation that's how you become better yeah. which is just by doing more of it right so that would be my first one and when i look at look at my own journey i think that has really helped me which is just staying true to one thing and not getting uh you know uh, distracted by the shiny toys that's out there which okay. is like there's always going to be one new things that's going to be there so stay true to something that you genuinely believe in uh at least for a few years so that you can start seeing some results that's first yes, the second one is network and this is something which is very common a lot of people advise that you know your network is net worth which genuinely is and spend a lot of time in getting to know people building that connection and the common mistake that people make when it comes to networking is they network with intent mm-hmm. if i have to go and talk to anupam 
then I need to figure out what is it that Anupam can possibly help me with and then just want to talk with her. Or if I want to go and talk to Bijay, hmm, this guy can help me with this. That's why I need to network with them, right? When we do that with intention, then that's not networking. Right. Sir. You are looking at it from the transaction point of view where yeah. you want something <laughs> from the person. Take. But the give and take, right? But the true networking happens when you genuinely are interested in what the person is doing. And if wow. you can help that person in any possible way, without thinking how that person can help you in the future, right? And if you do that, and this is something that I learned beautiful from, you know, one of my guests a few days back, we were talking about the networking and he, he said this beautiful thing. What is networking? In essence, it's just like you connecting one dots and seeing where that dots fit in. Yeah. And for you to connect these dots, one dot with another, you should have collected enough dots then only you will be able to connect these dots. If you have not collected enough dots, which means if you have not put, you know, effort in making, uh, in, in, in collecting or knowing this many peoples, then you will not be able to make those connections with these dots. You never know where these people can possibly help you, right? So just genuinely try and be in touch with people, genuinely try and solve people without expecting anything. You never know how, that thing can fit in something that you might do in future. You never know, even though it's not clear today, right? So I think, um, you know, and, and that really helps. And if one thing that has helped me become who I am, it's just these people whom I have networked with is simple. Yeah. That simple is that podcast is the medium, but what actually happened behind is I was networking with these people who came on my show as guests and then, you know, we collaborated on something. Uh, we started businesses together. You know, uh, we, we, you know, they came up to me with opportunity to speak. And that gives me you know, opportunities over and over again. But did I go and ask them right after the, our interview saying that, hey, now that I have interviewed <laughs> you, you have to give me a speaking gig. Nobody would do that, right? But then genuinely try to build that friendship and network and that really helps, right? So that's the second one. The third one and a very important one is don't let someone else's success template hmm. overwhelm you because each one of us have our own success templates. And now that you have interviewed so many people on your show, you must have seen that every single person thinks differently and the way yes, they sir. have reached to success is totally yeah. different. Right. Yes, so, you know, I always tell this, like the person who is the, like you mentioned about Swami Mukundananda, the spiritual leader whom yeah. I interviewed on my podcast, all he wants in his life is to help more and more people yes, become sir. spiritually awakened, more and more people get into spirituality. That's his definition of success. Now, when I interviewed this person who has summited Mount Everest and asked him, what's your, you know, when do you, you know, what's your definition of success for him? The way he thinks about success is he wants to go on a next adventure. He wants to climb next mountain. That's his definition of success. When I interviewed billionaire and asked him like, hey, what's your definition of success? <laughs> then his definition of success is I want to impact and help as many people as possible with my product and service and maybe yes, make sir. more so that he can do more and serve more people. That's his definition of success, <laughs> right? So then that also tells me that there is not a one right way or one way to succeed. And you don't have to follow anyone else's success template. You Very can create your own success template. Right. 
And it might be the case that there, there is no one who might have walked that path before you, which is totally fine. Or there might be very few people who have walked that path. It's totally fine. Or there are so many people who have already gone through that path. But as long as you can resonate with that and you think that, hmm, this looks like my success template. This is my template. Then go for it. <laughs> you know, you don't have to like just buy into this idea of uh, this is what success looks like. One million followers on Instagram or vacation every single month. Uh, you know, there's this uh, extravagance uh, the kinds of parties or these pictures on beach with this water, uh, you know, uh, and having this life of just uh, going on, uh, going on these flights, getting on a flight every single week. Because I see all of that on Instagram, that should be my success as well. I should be that one as well. Not necessarily. Like, you know, somebody has got this fancy for cars not necessarily you have that, right? You, maybe you think differently. And I think, you know, uh, those, those would be like few lessons that I would say, which, uh, you know, I've kind of learned in my uh, journey. Yeah. So like the three values you have talked about, I feel that in those you have said about all the success formulas, what people talk. And uh, also I, like you said about the first point, where you need to be focused, you need to choose that one thing where you want to excel rather than getting into so many things and uh, getting distracted all the time. So just get focused. But the second answer, what you have given, sir, making that your network, proper network, and that answers to the question of most of your students when they ask, how do you reach people? How do you reach people? It's not like you jump into someone and say that, hey, I, I want to meet you. I want to get this thing from you. This is the genuine way of uh, meeting people like as I said you said being your student maybe like minds attract together that's the reason I'm also like a great follower of Mukundananji the way he talks about and he is a person from IIT and I am and then he has got into this uh, yeah. <laughs> so this is again incredible the way even Gaurva so this answers your question of all the people who ask you that how to make proper networking and at the end when you said like everyone has different journey so you cannot compare yourself with others again Mukundan and Swami was having a conversation with Boman Irani and uh, he asked him how do you consider yourself as successful because earlier you was a waiter and now you are a really successful actor so he said I was a successful waiter as well mm. so when I was a waiter I was a successful man at that time and I wanted to be the best waiter in the world yeah so that's that's the thing which we need to have in our mind and thank you so much sir for chunking down all the success formulas and uh, laying it for all the listeners whoever listens i feel they will be blessed and they will thank you again and again thank you anupam thank you so much for having me here and i really enjoyed this conversation with you um and really appreciate everything that you are doing and all the actions that you are taking um thank you so much for sharing uh, you know, knowledge and wisdom with the listeners and helping, uh, you know, uh, world move forward in your own way by, uh, you know, sharing these insights and wisdom. And I'm yeah. sure uh, you are going to be impacting so many lives um, going forward. All the best. And thanks again. Thank you so much, sir, again. And I'm really, very, very grateful to you for this. Thank you, sir.